0: Welcome to the sixth episode of the Handmade Jewelers Podcast. Today, I'll be interviewing Nolan Sponsler at underscore Jewelry underscore on Instagram. Nolan is a gem cutter at Buffalo Craft Company under Mark Farrell, um, and it's sort of a new type of interview where he doesn't own his own jewelry business, but he's an up-and-coming jeweler, so I thought it'd be a great perspective for you guys to hear someone in a sort of a different situation than most of the same people that I interview. Um, He has some great outlooks on things, some great advice to get into jewelry seriously, and a very big passion for what he does and learning and improving his craft. So without further ado, here's the audio for my interview with Nolan Sponsor.
1: All right, so how did you get into jewelry? So,
2: I started my career about three and a half
1: years ago. Um,
2: I've gone through some life changes. Um, I used to play collegiate baseball, and for a pretty awful reason, my career ended, and I was back home, and I needed to get a summer job. So, I had a friend who was a jeweler up at the local Jared of all places, um, and he said that they were looking for an apprentice. So I went up there and got a, a polishing and apprentice job and began my jewelry career. And that, that was an interesting experience, but I got to learn a lot.
1: How far into that did you know that you wanted to do jewelry as a career?
2: Um, I would say about a year and a half into it. Um, I started seeing these jewelers on Instagram. I'm sure you've seen them now that you've got your account up. Um, doing some really cool stuff and not really doing what's been known to be traditional jewelry. And I, you know, I decided that I wanted to learn how to do that stuff. And I seem to have this, you know, creative sense inside of me that if I don't fulfill that, then I start to fall apart. So it's a, it's a great outlet for me to use
1: yes. yeah. my
2: creativity and
1: keep my mind busy.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah, definitely. Everyone that I've talked to just, like, loves it, you know? They're just so passionate about it.
2: Yeah, I think my favorite thing about it is with with baseball... It was, yes, you were, you were in charge of how hard you wanted to work and how much you wanted to develop your skills, but you were always at the mercy of a coach or an agent. And what I found with jewelry was that my, you know, my skill set is totally up to me and how hard I want to work. But this time I don't I don't have a a coach that I need to play favorites to. Sure I, I you know, I need to make good relationships with people which is just like anything else. But I see this as something that I can do my entire career and continue to grow throughout my life and there's always something with jewelry that I can anyone can learn and get better at.
1: Yeah, definitely something something good to, you know, work hard at and improve your skill set. Yeah, so how did you find your way to gem cutting, specifically?
2: Well, um, seeing as I wanted to be my own uh, brander, and I was trying to find different ways to separate myself from the crowd, and again, I'm just following these guys on Instagram, like Dalen Hargrave and Mark Oroz at Hashnew and Daryl Alexander and a whole list of people that you see that are active on Instagram that are doing all this amazing stuff with gemstones that, I mean, I'd never seen it before. Um, and some of the stuff is, is really new and hasn't been done ever. It's kind of like a, a gemstone Renaissance right now. And I figured that'd be a good way to separate myself, uh, be somebody who can not only create the jewelry, but also, um, I can cut the stones and every piece of the, of the puzzle was done by me. So I reached out to Hashnew, uh, just through Instagram. I messaged him and asked him if I could, if he was willing to teach me and if I can drive up there. So he, he told me that that was fine and offered to have me up so i uh packed all my bags and and drove up to Ithaca, New York from St Louis It was about i don't remember, but it was like fifteen or sixteen hours or something and I spent three days with him and he taught me how to cut my first stone and that it was a it's actually it's crazy it's a year to this date that I took that class. I was sitting in his studio a year a year ago and my first fancy cut sit and at that point I was I didn't know if I was going to like it or not so I didn't have my equipment but after spending those three days with them I I, I knew that I, this was something that I was going to enjoy doing so I then went and bottled the equipment and then three months later I had all of my equipment and then uh and then I reached out to Dalen to see if I could go work with him. And he had an opening for one of his group classes last November. So I caught a plane to Texas and learned from him. And it was after learning from him that things really started to come together in my mind on how I could design cuts. Um, He opened my mind to the way that he uses reflective angles and symmetry, as well as his carving ability, to create wonderful works of art—that's that was a big step in my career.
1: Yeah, it's cool. To get multiple perspectives and get like fresh outlook.
2: Yeah, absolutely.
1: So, what are the biggest things you've learned so far?
2: The biggest things. Um, well, what I've learned is when you work hard and you're passionate about what you do people want to help you and that's how this all started it started with with going to hash to learn from him and for whatever reason he saw something in me and so ever since then he's been a huge mentor to me and it's gave me so much valuable information um, and he is the reason that i'm now working for mark farrell here at buffalo craft Co. um funny thing is uh, so I didn't know Mark Farrell, uh, until about six months ago. And, um, I told, um, Mark Oros at Hashnew, we'll just call him Hashnew. Um, I had told him that I was wanting to move on because I had reached my limit for what I was going to learn at Jared. It's just not, I mean, any jeweler knows its not a place where you really want to be, um, it's a great place to start, and they taught me a lot. I'm very grateful for everything, and all the people I met there were awesome. Um, but I was ready to move on. And uh, Hashnew knew that, and Hashnew was really great friends with Mark here at Buffalo Craftsco. And Mark was looking to hire his first employee. And um, based on Hashnew's recommendation, I came down here. And the, the crazy thing is, is that uh, Buffalo Craft Studio is here in the New Approach School for Jewelers. And before I knew Buffalo, I was planning to come to this three month program, but trying to figure out how to pay for it because I definitely didn't have the money to do it. And, you know, during, you know, you just, it's one of those things where I'm just working my butt off. I don't necessarily know where I'm going, but I'm just trying to get as good as I can at, particular aspects of jewelry that I could control and this opportunity just fell in my lap Every just the stars aligned for some reason and and here I am now a new approach working for Mark and and he's helping me build my skills to where I want him to be and it's freaking
1: crazy but um, i very blessed yeah it's awesome that it worked out that well
2: yeah yeah
1: yeah it's awesome So what advice would you have for someone that wants to turn jewelry into their career?
2: I don't know. I don't know. I've just, I just started my career. I'm hardly into it yet. You know, I have, I don't hardly have much of one yet. I'm trying to build one and it's not easy. It's a lot of hard work and, um, long hours, especially if you want to do it for yourself, but, um, I would say to just follow your intuition, and do it because you enjoy doing it and you love to do it and because you just want to be the best that you can be at it. And as long as you're focused on that and you're showing people what you do and people know and have a way to reach out to you for their jewelry needs, then everything should align. Everything should work out, especially in the now in an age of social media. People can learn about you and what you're up to. And, you know, as long as you're, you're a good person and you treat people right, um, and people have a way to find out who you are and what you do, then you you should be able to build a career off of that.
1: Seems like good advice for, uh, for anything being successful. Gotta be treat people yeah. right.
2: Yeah, for sure, for sure.
1: Has anything unexpected come from you being into, being like getting into jewelry?
2: Oh, man. Absolutely. Um, like, for a perfect example, is how am I working in the new approach school for jewelers when not even six months ago I was trying to figure out how I was going to pay for it? I like, you can't make that up. Yeah. How, how I just happened to take a class with Hashnew, who happened to be amazing friends with Mark here. Yes. Yeah. I, still, I, every day I, think about that i don't know how it happened but it did so for anyone who's out there trying to make a career and make their own way and whatever it is just keep working hard and be good to people you don't know what's going to happen if something's going to happen that's just going to totally change your life and this is one of those things the the progress that i've made in my fabrication skills since moving down here is i mean it's unreal I can't hardly believe it, and I'm, just, you know, I'm blessed to have Mark. who's willing to teach me. Yeah. Can't thank him enough. It's hard to find people who are willing to do that. And now, like when I was living in St. Louis, I went to every jewelry shop that I could find to try and find an opportunity like this. And nobody's really that willing to bring somebody on and and spend their money and time teaching someone. You know, there's plenty of people out there that can, there's a, you know, that can do the job well, that have the experience. It's hard to find somebody willing to teach you.
1: So what advice would you give someone hoping to improve their jewelry making?
2: Um, practice. Practice a lot. Um, find somebody that is even, like, find somebody that will hire you to even if you're not making that much money, if you're just starting off, um, if if someone's paying for you to learn on, you know, they're paying you and you're working on their custom pieces, you're making mistakes on on their dime. I mean, not necessarily, I'm not saying go and just make a bunch of mistakes, but you have to to learn. Um, And and luckily for me, I have access to all these blank mountings out of brass, so I would just Anytime that I had any downtime, I'd just sit down and work on my bead and bright cutting, or work on whatever I need to work on. That I, you know, and and maybe that's something that a new jeweler who who just has some, you know, few few pieces of equipment can do. They can go online and buy blank mountings and buy a bunch of synthetic stones, and they can work on their stone setting. Watch videos on YouTube. Watch. Uh, Buffalo Crafts channel on Instagram and and watch how he does some of the techniques. That's why he does these videos so that he can show people who don't necessarily have the money to go to school, they can watch his videos and get an idea of what what you're trying to accomplish.
1: Yeah, those are really good resources for sure. Yeah. So do you feel that there's like a meaning or a message behind the pieces you make?
2: Uh Yeah. I want I want people to, is, is you know I'm not I'm not quite there yet, but I I'm trying to help. I'm trying to get the confidence to to tell people about myself and where all of my inspiration and motivation come from. These past five to seven years have been a huge change, changing uh, change in in my life, and there's some awful things that happened. A few years ago, that I had to dig myself out of, and to find myself here after everything that I went through, just keeps me keeps me going. And if there was ever a time where I felt like things weren't going my way and things were really stressful, as soon as that thought came into my head, I I had some something in the back of my head telling me to just keep going because there was for whatever reason there was something waiting for me and the more every time that I kept pushing through that those those times, I mean, just like that something would happen. Someone would hit me up to custom cut something or make a piece or something just to keep me going. And then, you know, then I then I meet Mark. And then I move down to Nashville and then all these all these things just keep building on itself.
1: It's really amazing. Yeah, I'm, I'm glad it worked out so well. Yeah, me too. Me too. I'm very grateful. So what was the biggest challenge of becoming a jeweler? The biggest
2: challenge was believing that I could do it and convincing myself what I was doing was worth pursuing because I, there was many times where I questioned myself and questioned everything that I was doing, many, many times. But like I said, it is, I just kept pushing on, and then something new would come into my life and, and help me, and, and it just kept happening over and over, and it still continues to happen over and over and over. And that's really all I,
1: all I have to say, just going with yeah. the flow. Yeah, so police
2: yeah, I mean, controlling what I can control, which is, which is how, how much I want to, how much effort I want to put into learning. And, you know, every stone that I cut, I'm learning something new every single time. So that is why I just, that's all I do. I just sit down any free time I have. Like in my apartment, I don't have a TV or I just got internet. So I got that now. I can watch Netflix, but I got, I got my, my fasting machine my fantasy machine in my dining room right next to my kitchen and that's it <laughs> so i have no no other thing to do except sit down and cut stone i figured that's the fastest way if i want to learn the fastest and get myself to a skill level that i'm comfortable at then the fastest way from point a to point b is a straight line and yep, yep that's what i've tried to set up for myself here in nashville now that i'm in a new place that I'm not used to. Um, I don't know anybody here. So um, it's, I'm sure it's easy for anyone to get distracted, but I tried to minimize that by setting yeah. up my place the way that it is.
1: Smart. So, like, in regards to your Instagram, do you have any formal experience in photography or video, or you just learned along the way?
2: My experience is watching HashNew. Takes photography of his stones as well as Dalen. Dalen has, you know, the setup isn't that glamorous, but it works really well. He's just got a a solid camera, good lighting with a black background and it looks, he looks really well. And same with Hashnew, he's got his own amazing setup. His is very professional, but you know, it's, it's hard to take pictures of gems and make them look good. Um, But I feel like maybe over the past two months or so, I've started to figure out a a way to make them
1: look good in pictures
2: because it never quite does look as good as as it does in person. doesn't matter what I do, what videos or what camera I use. It's just got to see those sounds in person.
1: Yeah. So – you have an overarching goal for your jewelry career? oh uh, yeah, I have a
2: number of goals. Ultimately, it would be building a business that I can support myself and my family, my future family. Um, I have family, cousins, nephews in the Philippines. My mom is originally from Manila, and my her entire side of the family still lives over there. Um, I actually just visited them in January. But after being there the last couple times that I visited, it's it would be amazing if I could someday hire my cousins and hire my family over there that don't you know, necessarily live in the best conditions, at least what we're used to. And um if, if, if I could... Bring them on board and, and teach them, especially my younger cousins, teach them how to do what I do. It would completely change their lives and future generations to come. That is my ultimate goal with all of this. Um, sure, I, I love doing making jewelry and cutting stones, but ultimately I want to leave an impact, make an impact on people that don't have the opportunities that I do,
1: whether yeah, it's that's with my family or.
2: Yeah, I want to, I want to, I would like to travel and, and source stones and make good relationships with the, the miners and, and somehow make an impact on their lives through my business. So that's something that takes time and I know it's going to come. I just got to keep working hard.
1: Yep. Yep. So what are the biggest things you've learned working for Mark?
2: Man, they're not even anything to do with jewelry. Sure, I've learned plenty of stuff about jewelry from Mark, but this man is a freaking wizard when it comes to how to run a business. Uh, he's got so much valuable knowledge up there on stuff that isn't even related to jewelry, just how to manage money and and how to make your money work for you. Uh, that's I, he, you know, he does like to talk a lot. I'm sure you know that from his last podcast. And for me, I'd love to just sit there and soak it up because there's so much knowledge up there in his head that I'm trying to extract. <laughs> he's a, he really is a genius.
1: Yeah. Yeah. He's very knowledgeable. And he's—and the best thing is he he's loves to share it. It's the best part.
2: Yeah, no, exactly, exactly. He's definitely a good guy to have on your team.
1: Yeah. So lastly, what is your favorite part about being a jeweler?
2: My favorite part about being a jeweler is connecting with people. Is I'm not just trying to sell a product. Um, I want to get to know the people that, that want to be my customers and, and that believe in me and what I'm trying to do with my life and my business. And I want to be part of my customers' lives and and how I develop a a piece that means something to them and means something to generations to come after them. That's ultimately what I I want to do with
1: jewelry, Mm -hmm. connect with others. Yep. Alright, well thank you so much for your time. I really appreciate you spending yeah, the time out of your day to do this. Absolutely
0: Thanks so much for listening to the sixth episode of the Handmade Jewelers Podcast. I've got two more episodes coming up next week, Wednesday and Friday. Very excited for those. Have some great interviews. If you want to check out some more content, uh we're on Instagram, Facebook, LinkedIn, Twitter at sulis S U L I S displays. Uh, on there, we post clips and other content that could be used to help you grow your jewelry business uh, and help you do what you're passionate about. Hope you guys check us out. Thank you. I like it when we talk, so tell me everything you want to be. Baby, is it fool's gold? Something like a distant
2: guy.